But you think that she put in there that she blew him? Like, oh man, your semen was so sweet last no, night, Charlie. He texted her telling me he couldn't believe she made him come twice. Oh right, I forgot. And so, well, why did he text her that? Is what, I mean, I was. I mean, considering he doesn't seem to have good operational security around his cell phone. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is often controversial, but mostly in good faith. We've got lots to cover today, including who to blame in a cheating situation, a woman who claims to prefer small dicks, a rather unusual description of how penises smell, and more. I'm Keith. Hmm. My co-host is Mike. Hello, Mike. This is our our 150th episode. Yeah, we just keep growing and growing. Um, I hope one day to uh, reach the magnitude. If, If we... How many, how, how, how successful would we need to be for you, for us to decide to put our faces out there on the internet? Hmm. Pretty successful, right? There'd have to be some money. Yeah. Oh, wow. Money. Okay. So that's unlikely to happen. I mean, there are plenty of podcasts much smaller than ours who monetize, but. Yeah, yeah it's a question. Of, I mean, it's just when you're dealing with small amounts of monetizing, you're just uh, right. making your it's not worth listeners' it. lives miserable for no point. Right. Yeah, that amount mm-hmm. of money doesn't make a difference to you or me, so it's not worth it. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you have for us? Oh, I had one. Yeah. So I had uh, I talked to a friend of the show uh, because I wanted to run my something we talked about or I talked about last week on the show by him. And it was this notion that I'm not sure I framed perfectly, but that I was arguing that women would have more fun, that they would enjoy sex more if they uh, viewed it or tried in general viewing it more as a dominant submissive kind of game than as a an intimacy experience. So the basic argument is that men, I think, by and large, do view sex that way. They're doing this thing to a woman, and it's a thing that men fantasize about and get into. Men view it as intimate as well, but... This is a really important, I think, way, a part of the male kind of fantasy around sex, whereas I think women typically view it much more in intimacy terms, like, oh, I'm doing this thing with my boyfriend. We were talking about sure. jobs uh, when this came up. And so I was arguing that, and I think I was a little inarticulate because I think that I implied that, um, let's see, <laughs> I'm not sure how I was inarticulate, but the point is, the point I want to make is that like I, I was, I'm basically suggesting that I guess it was inarticulate because a woman can do both at the same time, right? She can view it as intimacy and then have a more submissive role. And women typically have more submissive roles in sex. And I guess the thing I'm saying is to sort of double down on this intimacy, uh, sorry, on the submission element and have that be like more of a focal point. So this friend of the show was saying that he has off and on uh, had sex with a girl who he says he thinks does this really well. And I was interested in this. And basically she has had experiences in her life where she kind of was able to come to the conclusion as a woman, she feels like she has a good understanding of what men are looking for in sex. Like maybe an unusually accurate understanding for a woman, meaning that she's like, look, guys just want to fuck. They want to fuck. They want to get in there and fuck, right? Yeah. It's the mechanical, physical thing. Yeah. They just want to dominate. They want to do this thing that, you know, and, and, and basically she has told this guy that, uh, she, found it liberating and really improved her experience of sex when she basically did what I'm suggesting. She sort of said, okay, yeah, this is what guys want and I'm going to play the uh, the corresponding role as a woman. I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm submitting to you and, and sort of really get into that role. And 
she's just very realistic about it. It doesn't have to impact her relationships outside of the bedroom. But yeah, that and she's she like amps up well, her experience significantly. Now, I, I think it would definitely improve casual sexual encounters because casual sexual encounters tend to have less intimacy. I mean, the man can simulate it, but it's probably half-hearted at best. Mm-hmm. And the woman can probably tell, which is probably why women often feel sort of used in one night stand or short-term sexual encounter situations. Sure. So I, I definitely think that if a woman could sort of uh, tease out her sort of baseline intimacy hopes and dreams from those kinds of sexual encounters, that they would feel that they may enjoy sex more, or at least <laughs> feel badly about it after less. Okay. Uh, was this woman, uh, yeah, what what kinds of sexual encounters was this woman having? Both. I mean, it, it, would, it would encompass both types of situations. It's basically okay. like a, a decision reached about how she appro- approaches sex with men, period. So even with a sort of longer term, more stable uh, partners, ones with which she would like to have intimacy with generally, she she might argue that focusing on that less and on the sort of physical and submissive aspects more in, improved her sexual experiences. Yes. And I mean, in fact, with as with any, it, it's typically the case that most of, of a person's sexual encounters in their life happen with um, non-casual partners just because once you are in a relationship, it's easier to sort of initiate and so forth. Yeah. Uh, and so I would say it's it's no different for her. Uh, she uh, actually, in fact, has more with it, uh, committed partners. And I see you, you've you drawn a distinction there. You think, it sounds like you think that this is a less optimal strategy potentially in a relationship for them, for the partners to continue to uh, operate in this way or sort of explore their sexuality yeah. this way. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think... <laughs> Even in long-term relationships, maybe even especially in uh, you know marriages or or particularly long relationships, the men might be kind of shitheads after the sexual encounter. They might roll over and fall asleep. They might not sure uh, put the same amount of effort into aftercare and and uh, cuddling and pillow talk because she's in the bag. You know they're not they're not trying to to woo her anymore, and so. Uh, you could see that also in a short-term situation though, right? Because like, let's say you have a one night stand, like the guy has nothing to gain really in most cases. I guess your thought the guy usually is thinking, oh, maybe I could do this again. So then yeah. you might cuddle or something. It depends. Yeah. Like in something that's an obviously one night stand situation, yeah, neither party should be coming to that hoping for their intimacy needs to be met. Uh, I guess, I guess one of the part of what I'm saying though, is I question, I guess it fundamentally questions the value, at least of near term aftercare, right? I suppose there's, I think there's a significant difference for men rolling over and falling asleep. Obviously he's then asleep, so there's no way to do care. (laughs) But if you're talking about post nut clarity, I think for most men that doesn't last that long. And so it's just, I mean, on some level you're just extending the, I'm not totally sure about this, but I could, I, I, as I said last week, I could imagine a girl, a woman staying in that sort of submissive role for a period of time after the guy orgasms and just be like, yeah, like this is, he's used me or whatever. He's, I'm, I've submitted to him and he doesn't want to do aftercare yet. I don't know. It did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I think some people might listen to this and think we're <laughs> advocating that sex is purely physical and that there's no, 
nothing to be gained by considering it as an emotionally emotionally bonding activity. I, I don't think that's definitely not the point because there's an emotional content to dominant dominance and submission. There's emotional content to sure. these two different roles that men and women have coming into the the bedroom, right? Um, yeah, but I it's think just the party you're playing line, out those roles. Go ahead. I think the party line on sex is that it's meant to be some sort of three level bonding experience, you know, physical, mental, and emotional. And, you know, uh, people get a bunch of those needs met through, through sex and Mm -hmm. by (laughs) arguing that they should ignore or or cordon off at least some of those aspects might be, I don't, I don't know. The the right expression isn't victim blaming, but it's like, like sort of missing the point or something. But I don't think that's what you're saying. I think what you're saying is something more like leaning in to the physical aspects and uh, not necessarily leaning away from the emotional aspects, but but more so uh, not. Yeah. I, so like the an example you just brought up might be, yeah, like after sex, there might be like certain hopes that are often dashed because men are want to be a little bit lame after their, uh, mm-hmm. once they enter the post nut clarity. And if a woman could, could just sort of internalize, like, look, like <laughs> this is how men are. They have this like sort of physical trough after they've orgasmed, um, an emotional trough as well. And yeah, just like understanding that and, instead of taking that personally being like, Oh, like that sort of is implying a job well done on my part. Um, and, and leaning into the submissive aspect of, of what that sort of implies might could result in a average, a higher average reported satisfaction with sexual encounters. Yeah. I mean, that reminds me of the thing that this uh, person reports of, basically leaning in during the act at the beginning of the act and so forth, where she basically, you know, leans into that, that notion that, look, the guy wants to have this kind of very dominant physical encounter with me. And instead of trying to guide it toward an emotional or shared intimacy encounter, which is going to be anyway, I mean, there's going to be a shared intimacy, of course, in the encounter, but she basically uh, has chosen to adopt the role of like, look, yeah, do it to me. Like fucking take me like, you know, own my body here. And like she, the point is that it's just one data point. It's anecdata, of course, but it's like the person who genuinely, and so she sort of selected that because she's like this, I want to try this. And she's like, yeah, this is much better. Like I, I, I like sex more. And that was sort of my suspicion is at least some people would have more fun. Women would have more fun if they could get out of their heads and just sort of alter where their heads are and do that. Yeah. By the way, um, on this question of partnered, Let's see, one night stands or short term versus long term. I saw mm-hmm. a stat yesterday that the average person in their, uh, I forget what the age range was, but it was sort of like adult, has sex 54 times this year, had sex 54 times this year. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you have exceeded or where do you think you are on that? I'm definitely way under that. You're under 54. Definitely. Okay. Interesting. I, I don't know for me. I'm not. I'm honestly not sure. I didn't track. It's it's probably around right. I would expect married order people of correct. on average to be higher and unmarried people on average to be lower. There's like probably the like, you know, the the top fifth, the 95th percentile probably are mostly unmarried people. Hell, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's an interesting question. How, what made you so quick to say that you're under that? Like, because you count or because no, you were because just I like, just, there's no way? I, I just haven't had any like long-term partners this year. And so. I see. And so like doing that, it once a week you would be too hard. The, yeah, like I, was, there was never a point where I was like living with anyone or traveling with anyone this year. That's that's where you like would really rack those up. You know, you get five or six a week or whatever. And that just. Right. I mean, in principle, in you could have. You could have a succession of partners with whom you have sex 10 times each, but you're saying that's kind of rare. Yeah, like lining those up back to back so that there's no <laughs> gaps is very, Fair very point. tricky. Fair point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Average is 54. Okay. And it, it, it was like uh, people under 50 or something. Something like that. It was some, there was some age category. I don't remember that. And yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my, what it looked like to me, I mean, just the logical thing is, yeah, this is pulled up by married or committed couples because they're going to be closer to, uh, I'm guessing it's like closer to 100 for that cohort and then closer to zero for the, for right. the other cohort. I'm just completely right. guessing here. Right. Yeah. I would expect there to be some, uh, some modes in that, in that data. <laughs> I mean, I from, from, from all, I don't know as if far it's bimodal I can tell, or trimodal or what, but right. As far as I can tell, Langston and Uncle Tony over at the Having Fun Hobbying subreddit are in the thousands <laughs> for this year. Like those guys, yeah, really big numbers they put up. So, the yeah, for the newer listeners, that's the uh, prostitute. <laughs> that's the subreddit that discusses maximizing prostitution and minimizing expense. It's HFH. They actually have a Discord and a private. This is great, actually. They have a. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. They have a. And I'm not on it. They have a Discord and a private subreddit that you, the only way you can get on it is if you submit a video of yourself fucking a prostitute. <laughs> Which of course you could just fake, right? You could fake that, but still it's like, and the thing is because- Who's gatekeeping uh, like base, that? I know, right? I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> what, the, it's the what moderators. A career. Right. Well, the, none of the videos are that great because they sometimes post them and it's like the women are not that excited. I mean, sometimes they're, attra it's not great, right? Yeah. But anyway- uh, they keep like the problem they had or have had is that when they post these videos to the to the subreddit, they get like in trouble with Reddit because, uh, uh I mean, I'm not sure what the sense. laws are on that. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, and, and then a lot of them are done in foreign countries. It's just not clear what the rules are about that. And so they've moved it off. But I mean, I guess I should say that, uh, it's, I, I don't think it's particularly ethical to film yours. And a lot of them are definitely doing it on the down low, meaning they right. put some phone on the, on its side and then the prostitute yeah. says are you filming and he says no <laughs> uh that's definitely unethical i don't think there's any place where that's ethical or, or appropriate uh, right. if they've gotten consent and basically they're filming a porn well okay you know that's different but i right, mean typically right. you would need to get a signed thing you need to check their age there's various stuff you're supposed to do right yeah so. huh yeah i mean i wonder i wonder how many times a year somebody who was yeah just trying to ring the bell as many times could could get probably is just as time time allows do you allow escorts or not because then it's just a yes. question of money yeah if they're willing to pay oh if you're yeah. willing to pay i mean i would, I would probably get assume it's just 500 or something a couple a day well isn't there i mean i know there are these famous like wilt chamberlain um there's someone <laughs> there there are various people like that that claim it was, numbers it was wilt like, chamberlain he claims isn't there 10, some rapper or something I'm not sure. Also, okay. I think there are few that are in the thousands to ten thousand, and and the um, that's difficult to do across say thirty years, ten thousand. 
I mean, 10,000, I think they're 10,000 days in 30 years, something like that, right? So yes. yeah, you're, you're clocking in around one a day for 30 years. That's pretty, I mean, I think that requires escorts pretty much realistically. Yeah, because you can't tolerate you can't tolerate air bars, right? Like you're flirting with a girl, but then she gets cold feet. Like right, yeah, you can't tolerate that. So yeah, like maybe the way Wilt did it, I, I don't know how Wilt did it. I mean, it's not like there was Instagram. Well, he could be lying. sliding into his DMs. It, it, maybe there's like you know that you know alt boob world. You know what that mm-hmm. is. Yeah, but that was alt, before Wilt's the, time as well. Alt boob world. Oh, isn't that a? Uh, a uh, what was it called? A news group? Wow, I don't. No, no. Oh, you're thinking of Alt being like the beginning of a news group name. Like there was yeah. Alt dot sex and Alt dot yeah. yeah. I remember those things. Now, this is a subreddit called Alt Boob World. Oh, spelled just like it sounds. Which is a the premise is it's a world in which women just dress with their boobs out all the time, uh, or they can. And so, if you go to the top all time, it's kind of compelling because you'll have women who. Yeah, I mean, it, well, famous or not famously, but I, I've read before that there have been eras of history, maybe in the 18th or 17th centuries, when there were some female clothing styles, like at the courts, you know, like the, the court of France or whatever, where it was okay, it was considered okay to have your boobs out. Anyway, typically in history, there's not much evidence of women having their boobs out uh, in Europe and sort of uh, Asia. Uh-huh. Kind of outside of intimate settings. Yeah. And uh, so alt boob world is this idea that like, no, there's a world where women do do this a lot. And I was imagining you could have like alt fuck world or something where it's just, yeah, if you had a world where or some kind of situation where every woman was free use somehow, well, then you could rack up those kinds of numbers. But it's quite hard to do. Right. Yeah. I'm distracted by perusing the top all time at alt boob world. Yeah. I mean, it's just. There, there's some that are like, there's one, I think it's one of the top that a woman, she, her premise is that she's got her uh, running bra. What do they call those things? Uh, sports, sports bra, bra. but yeah. she cuts out the nipples. So they're sticking yep. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an example I, of one I, of the things. I see her. All right. I'll, I'll look at this later. We have, we have a radio show to do here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. There was a, uh, cheating situation here that I wanted to run by you. So this person okay. says, I gave a guy a blowjob over the weekend, not knowing he was married and his wife is threatening me now. I met a guy with some friends at a bar, went to another place and sparing the details, I gave him a blowjob. We exchanged phone numbers. This was Friday. Sunday, he texted me telling me he couldn't believe I made him come twice. Oh, confused about, she she uses a blowjob, so singular blowjob, and now he's coming twice. I I saw a porn yesterday where that happened. It was, it was really odd. It was this porn, it's this couple... I'm not sure if I posted it to my subreddit, which now has 20,000 subscribers called Mm -hmm. Curated Amateur Porn, but uh, (laughs) just a little plug. But the uh, slipped um, it right in there. It was this, it was, it's this, this couple that posts on Pornhub and then on Red Gifts or whatever it is. Um, And the woman always looks unhappy. You would like it, Keith, because the woman always looks unhappy when he nuts in her mouth. So it would. I don't know right if I would like she's, it, but that, that makes sense to me. Yeah, she's Which got this kind of unhappy. like frowny expression, and she's like, "Oh, that was a lot." Like it's kind of yeah. So I mean, it's obviously they're and they have an OnlyFans, and it's, it must be their the, the little game they're playing. Okay. But there there was one blow that she gave him because I went through several of them where he's so excited that he comes, and then he's like, "I'm still." It's like he's I'm not sure if he's play acting or not, but he's just he just keeps saying, "I'm still coming, I'm still coming," and then more comes out. 
And so it's as like, if he comes for like 45 seconds straight. That isn't I know. corroborate. The thing is that you see the semen come had. out. I know the semen comes out. You see it come out at the end. There's clearly semen tw- two different times within 40. We have looked at videos before where things we like have. this happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, anyway, we, okay. we, we suspect some kind of uh, medical agent at play. Could be, like could be, yeah, could be a drug, could be, uh, right, there are various possibilities, for yeah. sure. All right, let's move on. Uh, Sunday text well, we me didn't finish me... with that. Oh, with you're, you're continuing the question. Yeah, yeah. Sunday, he texted me telling me he couldn't believe I made him come twice and he'd love to get together right. again. I told him I'm glad he enjoyed it, that I had a lot of fun too, and we'd have to see about getting together again. Last yeah. night, I got a very angry text from a stranger number, and it was his wife. <laughs> She told me if I'm going to be a whore and suck random guys' dicks that I need to make sure that they're not married. The thing is, I did talk to him about this. Big surprise. We discussed how I just got out of a long marriage and am divorced, and he told me he never got married. I told her I did ask him, and he wasn't wearing a ring, and she just kept calling me a slut, and I turned off my notifications and went to bed. This morning, I woke up to 20 messages. They're all just calling me a whore and a slut and a home record. <laughs> how they have kind kids cool. and have just ruined their poor babies' lives. As far as I'm concerned, Why? I did nothing wrong. How did you ruin a, their their lives by blowing him? I mean, the wife could just ignore it, but okay, it's it, it's completely yeah. in the wife's head, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. As far yeah. as I'm concerned, I did nothing wrong. I went out to a bar. I asked him, and he lied to me. Should I call the police? I don't think she has any way of knowing where I live. She just has my phone number. Well, if it's not an unlisted phone number, she does know where you live. I don't think I ever told him where I work, but I'm not positive. I also don't have Facebooks or anything. I haven't replied. I'm considering telling her once again that I did ask him, he's the one you need to be mad at. And then I'm blocking her number and I'll tell the police if she contacts me. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. A few things here. Mike, why do women get so mad at the woman their man cheated on her with? Like, why is she not mad at her husband? I thought you were going to say, why do women, why do these women who are distributing blowjobs randomly always miss me? <laughs> where, where are all yeah. these women? Yeah. Where is this um, no- phone number she hands out so, so generously yeah i mean like look like it's actually sort of true like i really in my life have not encountered a whole lot of women just giving out blowjobs like this kind of right like like it women kind of guard this stuff more than that well okay they were they were at a bar they were were at a bar she got drunk okay maybe he was being charming yeah that's fine i i hear you uh (laughs) you could work on that one yeah i know no that's not happening but she she uh (laughs) i'm never going to be charming enough for that but she she implies that Gosh, she implies that there was just very little barrier to entry to her giving the blow, but I know there must have been a significant barrier to entry. He did something. And yeah, that's okay. So to your point, he had to really make this happen. It didn't just happen. She wasn't just distributing it. Uh, And yeah, his wife should be mad at him and she uh, did nothing wrong. That's right. And why is she mad at her? Well, because she's irrational, right? I mean- the the OP claims that she asked the man if he was married. Now, yeah. that that she asked him that implies that maybe she was suspicious, right? She might have said something like, you're not married, are you? Like, because right. maybe he's like more attractive or more accomplished than the average guy at the bar. Yeah. And like that would, if I was a woman, if I were a woman and I were at a bar, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a certain man, there's a certain class of man where I would be suspicious that they were married, right? Yeah. Like, like it's just like, this is too good to be true. Like, how are you still single? Like some right. guy that just like has a really good job, a lot of money, like whatever. 
but really I attractive. We, I think we both agree there's no obligation on her part to like vet that the man is single, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, she's completely not in the wrong here. Right. It's to the point not. where I feel like an, a, 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 if she weren't afraid for her safety because this other woman's irrational, like a, a, a reasonable response would be to like send her a picture of like, you know, her mouth and be like, look, I've still got a little of your husband's semen in here, <laughs> like just to make fun of her. Like, I think like just trolling right. her would be kind of appropriate here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, man, this- I loved gargling your husband's semen. <laughs> yeah. Like this woman uh, threatening her and calling her all these names is just wildly misdirected and inappropriate. Well, it's terrible because it's actually frightening, right? Having somebody like kind of yelling at you like that in an irrational way is frightening. On the other hand, if you can separate yourself from that, the notion of somebody just sending you again and again messages calling you a whore is kind of funny (laughs) because it's just so insane, right? It's like, like, you didn't have to send me 30 messages saying this. Just send one. I got it. I got the, I got the message. Right. Like, and I mean, and, and of course there's also like, I guess there's like loosely here, you can see the, um. The I think the reality that that the that something significantly higher than fifty percent of slut shaming comes from women, not men. Oh, like, for sure. Right? Oh, do you just give blows to any guy? Like guys don't. Okay, a guy might say something like that, but the the tone of that come f- sounds very female to me. It's not surprising it was a woman. If a man said that, like if gay men were talking about that, it would be. Oh, yeah, it would be in jest. Like, oh, you'll just blow anyone, right? Like it, it wouldn't be like yes. judgy. It would be, yeah. I mean, a guy almost, might almost say a it five. to a woman. A guy might say it to a woman in a, in a negative way, but it, it just—I just think it would be much more likely to come from a woman because I think most slut shaming comes from women. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she did. She yeah. did nothing wrong. Like, what's she supposed to do? What level of vetting is appropriate for a guy you meet at the bar? I mean, what's she supposed to do? And like, the guy. Gosh, I mean, like the how did did they say how this how the w- wife found out? Uh, no. Cause that's, okay. That's an interesting question too, right? No. She just says last night I got a very angry text from a strange number and it was his wife. So he must've confessed or something. I bet she checked his text messages. But you think that she put in there that she blew him? Like, oh man, your semen was so sweet last no, night, Charlie. He texted her telling me he couldn't believe she made him come twice. Oh, right. I forgot. And so- Well, why did he text her that? His wa- I mean, that was, I mean, considering he doesn't seem to have good operational security around his cell phone, I'm assuming she would read you, his text messages. Would you ever text something like that to a woman? Like, hey, uh, thanks for making not me if I were, jizz not down if your I was, throat. Not if I was cheating on my girlfriend. Even if you weren't cheating. Like what is that? That is, that feels like a text version of a dick, dick pic. Girls don't want to text like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh man. Thanks for letting I've, me use your body and this yeah, your hey, mouth. Honey, I, I had seven spurts instead of five, which is normal. <laughs> like, oh my God, those last two spurts were so great. <laughs> like women don't want, like that's not, like I think uh, to, uh, in regards to our earlier discussion, I think maybe women should be more interested in stuff like that, but they generally aren't. They want, right? hey, you know, I really, it was nice, you know, that was really fun. Can we do it again? Stuff like that. Right. So, okay. So, so his wife found the text. He did not confess. We're assuming. Yes, operational security. He's an idiot. Uh, and and along that axis, it, guys, if you do this, just don't tell your wife. Just move on. Like it's dumb what you did. And if you can tolerate the anxiety, I would not be able to. But if you could tolerate the anxiety of just like having this lie or whatever, this hidden truth there. Yeah. You know, the fear that like you're going to run into her sometime when you're out as a couple. 
then mm. just don't tell your wife because you're just making your life's wife's life worse and like you can't undo the blowjob. Right. Stick the semen back in your cock. <sighs> yeah, that's always an interesting question. Like if you think like let's say you can be 97% sure your wife would stay with you. What does she gain by knowing this thing that's going to really hurt her feelings? Nothing. It's it's only a negative. It's and and the thing is, if uh, for women, if as a woman you find out that your husband did something like this and kept it from you, I actually think you should cut him slack on that. Now, if you say, "Hey, cheating is like a total no go zone for me," fine, that's appropriate, but don't be like, "Hey, you should have told me." Right. <laughs> the only time I think telling your wife might be appropriate is if you tell her before you do it, like, "Hey, I want to open the marriage." Hey, you know, that's a little different. Um, right. Because you're asking permission more, but after you've done it, like just shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, post hoc, maybe it's worth bringing up if you think you're probable to do it again, and you'd like. But to- even then, I wouldn't admit it. I would say, "Hey, I want to do this." Hmm. I would make it future looking because I just think you're you're the only outcome of telling her that is you're just hurting her. There's there is no positive except maybe unburdening yourself, and for that, I would suggest joining a church like the Catholic Church and confessing. <laughs> You can go. In fact, you don't have to be Catholic. You can just go confess. Right. You know, if that's what you need. Like that's that's yeah. sort of the point of that. From like a game theoretic standpoint, the woman gains nothing and depending on her level of emotionality uh could lose quite a bit. I guess. Yeah. Hmm. It's going to destroy your sexual relationship, at least for some period of time. And it's probably permanently going to damage your emotional relationship. Well, the trust stuff is probably gone forever. Right. Now, if, if she finds out that you did it and didn't tell her, that will happen anyway. But I honestly see this is the thing is <clears throat> I think in these situations, men think, oh, she's going to tell my wife. They don't want to tell your wife. Like, yeah. think it through. Like, this is what it would happen, right? It's not worth it. And what's she even going to get out of doing it? She'd have to be very spiteful and angry at you to do that. Right. She's probably right. just going to move on. And so just, yeah, just let it be and just move on and try to be a better person next time. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, this person says, I prefer small dicks. Basically the title, I've tried smaller than average, average, and huge. And I like Signed small ones Keith's the girlfriend. most. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I don't have much feelings inside, no matter the size or even skills. She, she means literally when she says I don't have much feelings inside. Um, yeah. Small dicks even feel better because I don't feel like I'm being torn apart. The best thing is I have more power mm. with small dicks. They fit my mouth better and I can do more with them. The look of guys losing themselves under me makes me look really powerful. Yeah. I'm now being with the I'm now being with the tiniest dick I've been with, which came as a surprise because he is a humongous guy, very t- tall and strong, but yes, I know it's not correlated, but still. But hey, it's a good surprise and I'm perfectly happy. I can't tell him how much I love it because that would be the biggest backhanded compliment ever. LOL. Edit. Yes, I do tell him how much I love his dick. And I do that very often. What I meant was that I couldn't tell him how much I love his small dick specifically. <laughs> so I'm sharing it here, hoping it would boost some confidence. Edit to add. Please refrain yourself from sending me dick pics. I have 40 plus <laughs> PM requests and yours will just be another one I ignore. And you'll be featured on creepy PMs. So um, P- PPS, PPS. Yes, it's surprising that uh, so a man with such a small penis is a podcast host about sex and relationships. <laughs> uh-huh. So <laughs> it could be how me. Does she, yeah. 
Uh-huh. How does she? I don't. Hmm. Not yes. sure how much I believe this. The mouth thing, I think, is really very believable, and I've actually wondered this. This is another reason why I find your dislike of blowjobs irritating because this is an area where I don't know the exact dimensions of your penis. I don't care, but I know it's sort of like not huge. Let's just say it's not huge. Fine. This is an area uh-huh. where where blowjobs excel because what she said seems right to me. Like, like for me, like, yeah, you can't fit it all in your mouth, but there is a size where they can, and that's kind of cool. So they can effectively deep throat your cock without having to put it in their throat, which seems really compelling. It seems like a real benefit of having a small yeah, penis. And she's, I, th- I thought she described I that think, well. I think the size required to do that is pretty small. Yeah, that I don't know. I'd have to like, like uh, I think get a like, measuring tool I think here. it's like four inches or less or something. Okay. So that's so it's so small that like that would okay, fine. Uh, but like, maybe I think this, you're she in, said like, it was the a, t- a tenth percentile penis or something. Okay. Okay. So this guy's tenth percentile, but this guy probably is in that percentile. So let's yeah, set aside you and talk about this guy. He's uh yeah. this guy is in the tenth percentile probably. And so yeah, that makes so I don't I find that totally believable because she's basically like, look, I can put it all in my mouth. Which I could without see being satisfying for the woman. Choke myself. Right. Without having to do some weird carnival trick with a sword swallower and stuff, right? She can just put it in there and then like kind of, <laughs> yeah, like that. It's, it, uh, yeah, that I can, I, it makes sense to me intellectually that that makes blowjob. That would, look, I think that basically all women would prefer giving a blow to a small penis than a big penis, I think, because of this. Uh, they might feel less submissive. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yes, you're, Excellent argumentation, tactic, and rhetoric there, Keith. Yes, fair point. Yes, if the woman wants to be sort of like assailed by his cock. Yeah, but I think you're thinking more in the you're thinking more in the PIV domain that it's just can't be a positive. Right. I mean, there's an analogy in the PIV domain, right? So there's some length of penis that reaches the back of the throat, and then there's some length of penis that reaches the cervix. I think it takes. Mm I don't know. I, I think it takes more to reach the cervix, but I think there's more variability in women. They're actually, I don't know. Remember a number of episodes ago, we were curious about the the mean length from mouth entrance to throat. Yes. I don't think we, we, we never, we took it as a note to try to find out what that is, but we never got to the bottom right. of it. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, don't also know what, there are yeah, the variabilities. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know if there's more variability there than there is from vaginal canal opening to cervix I, I just the thing with know. the cervix is it also depends on like hormonal things time of the month and stuff like that like there the, these these the the positions of these things change uh, and arousal level i should say that like the, like so the cervix lowers or something it uh yeah it moves around uh you there's a nice set of photos that a woman did of her she basically like uses a speculum on her vagina at uh-huh. each day of the of her cycle. And yeah, there's, uh-huh. there's points in her cycle where the cervix is basically like right inside. Like it's like, it's, it must be a couple <laughs> of inches in and there's situations huh. where it's much cheaper. And then, but then, you know, also with arousal, like it sort of, uh, tents out as they call it. Right. So there's, there's more space created when a woman's aroused. And then also the position she's in, if she's in the doggy right. style position, then things are going to kind of right. be hanging down more. Um, so right. all these things matter. Um, I don't, yeah. I mean, that stuff, the, I mean, the other thing that she said that I vibe with was she said she doesn't have much sensation inside and that's yeah. just generally true. Women don't. Yeah, I think that's right. I so, think that's right. 
Yeah, the, this is the way I, that yeah, the way that women generally have orgasms from PIV is the man grinding his pubic bone on her clit. Right. And, but there in are general, other ways, like if you get the right angle, you can potentially reach the G spot with your dick, but fingers right. are better. The uh, a woman should, in general, in my opinion, always within reason select the man with the girthier penis over the longer penis because of the, because that's actually more relevant. It's it's more relevant to the entrance to her vagina, yeah, and is going to give her more sensation there. Whereas the length. Yeah, other than some sort of psychological stimulus or the rare woman who gets a lot out of like super deep penetration, like, yeah, it's not, it's just not going to matter. Yeah. Okay. I agree with everything there. All right. Let's move on. Um, this is going to be a quick discussion. You, hey, can but, I ask uh, one question about this, actually? Uh-huh. So, I, one yeah. really quick question. So, your penis, without getting into specific size, the woman, can, you, you, it is not small, and it is it is a size that where a woman needs to use her. She can't like a typical woman can't fit the whole thing in her mouth. Correct. Is that right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you. So yeah. There's a. So you, yeah. It's basically you're in the same boat as every other guy, basically. But there are guys I've yeah. seen porns of it where where the woman just fucking engulfs it, and it's she's not swallowing it. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. And it's because he has yeah. a small penis. I mean, you've also seen the porn where the guy has like a ten inch dick, and like somehow. The woman can bury it to the hilt. I don't yeah. understand. It's like Morg Pie. Morg Pie who uh, does the Amazon position and then right when he's coming, she right, pops off right. of him and then just jams it down her throat. Like that's just, that's just, I mean, you, and you know, one of the things they do is they spray chloroseptic in their mouth to do that because hmm. it numbs the so back of your throat. They don't get the gag reflex as much. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, the, uh, some, and, and the problem with that, of course as people can find if they do some research, is that it can numb the guy's cock. <laughs> so it's, it's right. a kind of a tricky, like the guy's not going to orgasm after that, but like you can do like some crazy deep throat scenes. Yeah, I've read that you can get um, desensitizing stuff for your cock if you come too quickly. But mm-hmm. if you use it and you don't use a condom, then it can get on the woman and it desensitizes her as well. So they recommend sure. using a condom. I mean, if you're too, if you're coming too quickly, maybe you should use a condom anyway, because that lowers the sensation. Yeah. When I was in college, uh, I was with a girl who got some of that stuff because she had like a procedure done on her teeth. You can just buy it. I think it's like, uh, I forget what it's called, but you can buy this stuff at just a drugstore, at least in the United States. And it numbs your teeth. And I was like, oh, let me try that on my cock. And yeah, it was, <laughs> I had a numb cock. Huh. So I don't know do why some... I thought that was a good idea. They should do a TikTok challenge where like you have to try to masturbate with that stuff all yeah, over you your can't. cock. I mean, I was in college. I couldn't. Maybe you can't, <laughs> but, the, but the TikTok challenge people would find to find a way, Mike. Right. Yes, that's true. The guys who can some, yeah, the guys who nut just, yeah, it, you're right that it's possible, but I, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. This person wonders, why do penises smell like microwaved flour tortillas? Every guy I've been with has a dick that smells like a warm flour tortilla. All very clean guys. I'm not even kidding when I say that I get horny every time I microwave a burrito because of the smell. Is it just the normal bacteria on there, like with vaginas? So this is, I think, the number four post on the sex subreddit this year. So I wanted to... I think we talked about this one before. Did we? Maybe it was early in the year. This was from 11 months ago. So if we did, it was whatever, 50 Yeah, I think think my thought was that it was plausible because of like yeast type stuff. So it's like not implausible to me. Like, I mean, uh, in fact, I feel like there's something about bread smells and 
vaginas and stuff like that. And genitalia. Yeah, I, I, yes. Well, because it's just yeast. You're just smelling yeast, which is a, it's, you're fermenting something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's yeah, probably, that all it's sounds... probably like a, it's a cleanliness issue or he has like a yeast overgrow. I don't know. What, what does the top comment say? Uh, maybe I should start microwaving flour tortillas and see if that puts my fiance in the mood. The, um, his female fiance or her, her presumably. Man. Okay. Yeah. That's not how you get women in the mood as far as I know. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Um, yeah. Okay. I've been noodling on this like vocabulary thing for a while and I want to, I want to litigate it with you. All right. This person says squirted in his face. I've squirted a little before, but uh. nothing worth writing home about. Last night, my boyfriend was going down on me. He'd been edging me for about 30 minutes. Then he had two fingers rubbing my G spot, a hand pushing down on my pelvis and licking me out. Ooh, licking me out. Out of nowhere, I came so <laughs> hard. I basically drowned him. He looked like he'd just gotten out of the shower. I'm absolutely mortified. He claimed he quite liked it, but ran off to the bathroom to wash his face quickly. I'm so embarrassed. What I want to know is, is this a normal reaction to being squirted in the face? Could it be because he was shocked? Uh, Sounds yeah, right. I think, a, I think a normal reaction to being pissed on is to go uh, clean off. That, that, I don't think she needs to worry about his abnormal reaction. Uh, the thing I wanted to discuss here is... She says, out of nowhere, I came so hard, I basically drowned him. Okay. What does yeah. a woman mean when she says she's coming? I mean, I think it varies because women have more variability about their understanding of what that word means for a woman. I mean, everybody, everybody, women included, knows what it means for a man, right? Like it's semen comes out of their it penis. It means that yeah, like, you cannot come without an orgasm. I mean, there's pre-cum, but. I, Nobody yeah, declares I mean, get, they're coming when like a little bit of pre-com is seeping out. If you get into like the subreddits and the forums online about um, tantric sex, you'll get to these like frankly kind of gross guys that sit around with things stuck up their butts for hours on end and they like <laughs> do meditation exercises and they'll tell you that like their yogi <laughs> taught them how to have an orgasm without ejaculating. And so there's a thing and, and, and I think this mm. is part of what's going on in porns when guys like... Mm, orgasm multiple times it's like i think that there are men who sit around you know you know this is true that there are men who sit around working on this like getting really good at it yeah and i'm sure there is some amount of like i read the other day that there are two sets of muscles that control your scrotum and one set is technically under voluntary control and so because of that there are men who can make their scrotum like their testicles go up and down Huh. Okay. Like, so it's like, who would do that? But okay, fine. So there's these like nerds out there that, <laughs> that learn all this stuff. Right. Can um, we set aside the like 99.9th percentile weirdo? Yeah. Other than that, right. Other than that, yes. Ejaculation and orgasm are coincident for men, which okay. is, yeah, that's what you're saying. But I think women might describe, might use the word coming for the following actions. Uh, one, squirting. Mm -hmm. Two, a secretion of some other fluid, maybe lubrication, maybe something else, like yeah, um, like whatever mean that white orgasm. stuff is. That and then, white yeah, stuff? Th wait, wait, wait. What's the white stuff? I don't know. Sometimes it gets like I, I think it's whatever the lubrication is. 
or the, oh, some okay. other kind of. You're, I guess you're talking about discharge. I guess it's discharge. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but that I think, could be. I think. Yeah. I think whatever the lubrication that women secrete is, if if you you know like. <laughs> Egg whites start clear, but if you whip them, they sort of become like creamy and white. Yes, maybe the lubrication that women secrete is like that. Um, I mean, I think there there are multiple substances involved, but sure, yes, there's there's something yeah. like that that goes on, and in particularly gross porns, it actually does get whipped up into sort of a frothy substance. I really, really don't like it when that happens in porns. I don't not a fan love it either. Um, yeah. Sometimes runners will get something like that in their armpits. Have you noticed this? Like if you go to a track where there's a lot of runners. That's going to be, I'm going to guess that if that happens, it's either soap because they showered and like they didn't wash the soap out completely or deodorant. I think I'm, it is I'm deodorant, sure, yeah. but whatever it is, it it's kind of grosses me out. Yes. Anyway, or uh, they when they say they're coming, they might mean they're orgasming. So I think that colloquially it's that. Yeah. I understand the the, the, the the linguistic concern you have here is that because for men, orgasm and ejaculation are coincident and also because we use the word come for semen. Yeah. That when a guy says I'm coming, like what your mind thinks of is semen coming out of his penis, spurting out of his penis. And so therefore when a woman says I'm coming, it suggests something squirting out of something. Right. It's not, it, it, so it's, it, it feels like a woman should say something different when she's orgasming yeah. because it's not, it like the, the connotation and, and connection with come and then it is tricky. And also mm. it's made worse by even trained medical professionals saying, oh, female ejaculate, females come, right. the substance, right. which is just not true. I mean, they're just, it's just false. So it's like, right. okay. And I, yeah. Do you know the words in French for these things? Like, it, is this like a deficiency in the English language, like where other languages have a richer vocabulary around it? <laughs> you, you claim I, I to be so hyperfluid, so I, I certainly don't know. Well, I know, I know to, uh, to to the oh god, the verb. There's a few verbs you could use, but the thing is, it's all going to be slang. So I don't, I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want someone to come make fun of me. I know <laughs> okay. there was one of the things that happens when you're learning a foreign language, and this happens a lot. Like my French tutor is female. She's in her early thirties. And it so often happens that they're words. It's something you don't notice in your everyday life in English, but there are so many words that have a sexual connotation or a way to use them sexually that it's like, I think I make her blush every time, every single session because we'll talk about something and I say something and it's like, oh, so like, yeah, there's a word for squirt that can just be squirting, but it also it can be used for the guy's nut. And the other thing is, and I don't want to admit this to her, one of the reasons I know so many of these words is because my browser is in French. So when I go to Pornhub, <laughs> the titles right. are translated. So I know a yeah. bunch of these words, but I don't want to right. admit to her that I know them because she's going to say, well, how did you know that? And then I have to yeah. be like, well, to be honest, I jerk off a lot. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I was beating I have, off to this I have several sessions a day where I uh, am getting heavy yeah. exposure to this vocabulary. And I've seen and I've I've seen a fair number of French porns where the woman is saying shit like "fuck me" and stuff like that. But I don't. Yeah. I I think that they're okay. I in general, I think that this linguistic linguistic challenge exists in other languages as well. That like okay. orgasm and ejaculate are connected, and so. Um. Yeah, although in French, there's a, the word orgasm doesn't really mean like come, like come here. You don't say I'm coming. Like, you know, in yeah. English, it has this well, other meaning. It's not that. You know? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, we have a different spelling. So what is that, a homonym, homophone? 
Yeah. In French, the word means more like rejoice or something like that. So it's, hmm. it's kind of funny. I think it might even have a religious meaning. <laughs> nice. So you can Makes come sense. or you can like rejoice in God. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's even weirder it's like you're in you're in church and it's like i don't either the priest is really happy or he just nutted in his pants <laughs> not sure which right um okay i want yeah. to, i want to do a little exercise here so when a woman who is squirting um uh, claims she is coming when she's squirting <laughs> What percentage of the time do you think she she's confused about vocabulary and she's just calling squirting coming, so she's not orgasming at all, and she knows she's not orgasming? What percentage of the time are they orgasming coincident with the squirting, and what percentage of time do they think they're orgasming coincident with the squirting? I, and this has this has to be a situation where the woman announces. I guess I mean. <laughs> Like here, here's the maybe deal. we could maybe if we could take that out of it. I think yeah, I think squirting is sort of a weird incontinence thing. I think a of lot of women you think. <laughs> Did I tell you yeah. that uh, I met? Uh, I, I was dating a nurse who was, uh, yeah, strongly arguing that squirting is not um, urine. Is is not urine? Yeah, squirt is not urine. That's really tiresome. I mean, of yeah. course, there's good. There could be some element that's not urine, but the if if a, if a woman produces, say, a liter of squirt, it's <laughs> almost all from urine because where the fuck else did it come from in her body? <laughs> By the way, I watched a porn on this same topic. I watched a porn, so I was searching. I was searching for porns because I thought this might be erotic. I was in an erotic frame of mind, uh -huh. and I was looking for women giving a female anatomy lesson on themselves. Which actually I thought would be kind of like an instructive oh. or pedagogical thing to have on Pornhub. And I was like, yeah. it could be kind of cool too, like this hot yeah. chick, like going, and here's where I do this and here's that. Okay. And there was a there were some good ones. I think there should be more of those, by the way. Like if a I think that more of this should be produced because I think it's something men would consume and it's a good way to teach men. <laughs> you know, like like yeah. look, you can beat off and learn uh, where my clue right. is. Right. Um okay. In this one. It was good. It would like had a lot of stuff. They were very clear about like the inner labia, outer labia, like very, you could see everything. It was really nice. Then they said, oh, and here are the skein's glands, S-K-E-N-E, which might be pronounced skein. That's where the squirt ostensibly comes from, right? Right. And it said that. It said, oh, this is where a woman, when she, when, when, during female ejaculation. And I thought, this is not scientific. This is pseudoscience. Those glands produce something, probably for lubrication. Etc. Are there? They're are there not squirting. Are Are there some women that squirt from their skin's glands that, that aren't squirting from their bladder? No, I mean, unless the <laughs> amount of unless unless what you call squirt is like some tiny amount of fluid, there just isn't anything in there. There isn't an apparatus in there to produce what I think people mean the volume. Like macroscopic, right? Like, yes, could something happen? Yes, of course, but it would be a minor. It would be something you wouldn't really call squirting. And um, is yeah. the skein's gland connected to any kind of pleasure, or is it just another kind of incontinence? Except this time, it's instead of bladder incontinence, it's skein's gland incontinence. I don't know. The answer, first of all, there there are two of them because they're on either side of the entrance skeins, to the vagina. Skein's glands, glands. Yeah. Um, and secondly, uh, I don't know the answer. That's like you're 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 at a level of detail. Like you're basically asking, <laughs> is there is it pleasurable if these things output something? And I I don't think that a woman can that really know asking. if. 
yeah, I don't think a woman can really know if they're outputting something. And when there's a macroscopic amount of squirt, it's definitely coming from her urethra. What so. is what produces the lubrication? Are those is that glandular? Like like we have um we have um sal sal saliva salivary glands. glands. Salivary yeah, glands. Yeah, so my my understanding of this, and this is good because I feel like your brother-in-law, I know it's almost the holidays. Actually, when I this know. goes live, uh, it'll be after the holidays, which will save yeah. me potentially because then you're... <laughs> oh, he won't have heard <laughs> it'll this save to, me. to, to, to exactly. mock you. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know what his name is, but Mr. X, the brother-in-law, um, here's my understanding of this. First of all, <laughs> you know you know that, the, that basically, effectively, all the lubrication comes from not the surface of the labia. It comes from inside the vagina. And you know that just from like experience in life, like yeah. the outer part of the vagina is, or the vulva is often kind of dry and then you kind of pull yep. the lubrication out. Yes. Which I wonder, it's, it could be plausibly, you could plausibly argue that's why the male, I know the rationale given for why the oh. head of a right. cock is the way it is, is to, to plunge out another man's semen, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's just to pull the lubrication out to make sex more comfortable. That seems like a um, good theory. I don't know. It's possible. In any um, case. Anyway, my understanding is that it's basically, it's, it's, um, it's plasma, it's blood plasma, right? So it's basically the part of blood that is not red blood cells, right? That's what female lubrication is. It's mm -hmm. sort of slick. And, uh, and it's basically, I guess you could describe it as something like sweating that's happening there. Like there's basically like spaces, inter intracellular, intercellular spaces that are open so that this stuff can come out. That's, that's what's but, going on. But there are, there are sweat glands as well that produces sweat. Like what produces snot? There's no snot oh glands, God. are there? I, I am not a doctor. I mean, no yeah, sorry. Gland. I'm trying to come up with, with, with something where like right. the body's so, secreting a fluid without a gland, which I right. think so, is what's going on with lubrication. That's right. Because your body can, your body. So, so the thing with sweat is it's coming out of individual pores. Right. And there are sweat glands in there. This, yes. the, the lubrication, my understanding is just, fluid, uh, like blood plasma or intracellular fluid that's able to come out because of some change in the vagina that basically allows some of the fluid that's in your body to sort of leak out. And I don't think they're individual glands it's coming out through. I see. It's just sort of generally becomes more porous. And an analogy to this would be how your intestine, I, yeah, I mean, I, it's ridiculous because I'm not a doctor, so I'm, but I, but my understanding is the way your small intestine works is kind of the same in reverse. There's no like gland that pulls nutrients. You know, there's no specific gland to pull the vitamin C from your food in. Well, the way it works is simply that your in, small intestine is porous. It's just porous. And so there are things that are able to cross through it into your bloodstream. I see. Uh, it's porous. In, yeah, it's surrounded by blood vessels, which then allow it's, it's able to enter in there. Uh, Obviously, it's not just porous such that like stuff is going into your like, <laughs> you know, just the, the the spaces in between your organs. It's not that. Right, it's it's right, porous right. in the way I'm describing. So there's, there must be some place where it's not particularly porous. There's one other thing I wanted to say about this story because this woman who squirted, she said that – so first of all, if, you, if, if a woman squirts and it's not a surprise, mm -hmm. then that means she just peed. So in porn, cam shows, all that stuff where it's not a surprise that the woman squirts, she's just peeing, Okay. It, I just, I feel strongly about this. The woman, she doesn't, a woman who's really has incontinence or squirting that's happening, she's not going to know whether it's going to happen until it happens, right? It's it's not going to happen every time. It's not going to be reliable. It's going to relate to some, do, do incontinent Can incontinent people not, I guess that's what incontinence is, is yeah. it's Incontinence is like narcolepsy. It's always a surprise. 
right. sneaks up on you. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I don't, yeah, I don't think, I mean, look, a wo- there could be a woman that every single time she orgasms, she's incontinent. Okay, fine. Uh, I just don't. Okay, maybe. But in general, I think you can just assume that if it's not a surprise, it's because she's peeing on purpose. And in all porns you've ever seen or cam shows, it's always just the woman peeing. And oftentimes you can see her butthole uh, bearing yeah. down, which is the opposite of a kegel. And you can tell that she's bearing down to make herself pee. Um, the other thing I want to say is that the guy, she was like, oh, the guy rushed off to, to, to wash himself, which makes perfect sense. But in the moment when she was squirting, he fucking loved it. Yeah. He did not dislike it. And the reason why is because the notion of a woman losing, like, I know. Yeah. One of the male, the core male fantasies is you have these women who are super controlled. They wear their dainty dress. They put on makeup. They're controlling their environment. They're sort of control freaks. And like a kind of, it's sort of true. Women, I think, are objectively more kind of that way, more uptight, call it, uh, in normal life. Well, he's made her lose control. That's super exciting. And so he fucking loved it. The fact that she pissed all over the place. And frankly, I don't think a guy would care that it's piss. Like I could see a guy getting excited about a woman shitting while orgasm. He's like, whatever. (laughs) If you vomit during orgasm, he's like, yeah, I did that to you. Guys don't give a shit. Right. You know, who cares why it came out? He's like, yeah, you lost physical control of your body. It's like, great. The regret would seep in pretty quickly after, but yeah. Yeah, Still, he'd be like, I did that to you. You're so over the moon for me that you fucking shat yourself. You were so <laughs> excited. Like that's what, I mean, I get it. I like guys it want trigger, that. I, I think it would trigger my disgust, disgust reflex. But in the instant it happened, you wouldn't be like, oh, whoa, sure. I did that. No, yeah, yeah no. In concept, abstracted. Yes. It's yeah. great. Like what a man, like the ideal thing for a man would be something like, you know, like when a, you've never seen this, but I have because I'm a sick person. Um, uh-huh. What happens to a person when they're put in an electric chair and like you flip the switch, like their body goes rigid, oh, just no. some crazy yeah. shit. That's what a guy wants the woman. He wants her body to totally <laughs> lose control when he makes her come. It's a fantasy. It's a great analogy. And, and frankly, women like that of men too. That's why uh, the number one thing that women want in porn is male moaning. Hmm. Yeah. They want the man to lose control and to be sort of, they want yeah, like expressive involuntary expression of pleasure. Oh yeah. They want, they want him to be like, Oh, look what you did to me. It's the same. It's just the inverted. Like it's, it's more like, look what you made me do or something. You made me squirt this nut everywhere. It's all over the place. You made me make a mess in your pussy. I'm going to stop you. That'll do it for this episode of your mileage may vary. You can send us feedback or questions to ymmvpod at gmail.com. We pay $10 for feedback, so just give us your PayPal or Venmo or whatever. Uh, If it's a question, let us know if we can use it on the show. Um, Do you have anything you want to add here? Keith? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. You made me make a mess in this podcast. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Thanks for your time, and we will catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary. Oh, my God. Je me goûte.